What's poppin' everybody? This is Logan Murdoch, and I'm here with my co-host for the Real Ones Podcast on the Ringer NBA show, the incomparable, the realist, the man who invented the pregame Red Bull snow cone, Raja Bell. Thank you, Logan. You're far too kind, sir. Did you know that the Ringer NBA show feed now has six podcasts a week? Six. Every Sunday, Big Waz has a different guest from the NBA world on weekends with Waz. And you can find me and Raja every Monday and Thursday on Real Ones, where we cover all the most interesting NBA storylines. On Tuesdays, J. Kyle Mann and Jonathan Charks discuss up-and-coming talent in college basketball and the NBA. And on Wednesdays, you can hear Justin Verrier, Rob Mahoney, and Big Waz discuss any and everything going on in the world of hoops. Man, and on Friday, Chris Ryan and Searich Sohi ask the big questions on the answer. So head over to the Ringer NBA Show's Spotify page and take a listen. There's so much to dive into. And while you're there, just go ahead and give us a follow too. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Happy Friday, one and all. Let's roll, baby. It's Ringer Gambling. Joe House, John Jastrzemski, and House, good morning. I hope all is well. I think the uh, podfather conveniently skipped this ring of gambling show because he's still in mourning for what happened the other night in Boston. That's my particular take. He, he he scheduled his flight knowing exactly when our window, our taping window might be uh, and, and made himself completely unavailable. And that's fine. Like the way that the Celtics lost that game five, what was uh, emotional and honestly, JJ, thank God for that series because what we were getting otherwise is a lot of performances that leave a, a, a lot to be desired. In the first place, I'd like to bid a not very fond farewell to the Philadelphia 76ers. Good riddance, Philly. And our vindication for our Heat Series bet is a winner. We had a little bit of a setback in Game 5 because you and I were on Philadelphia in that game. I thought Philadelphia all of a sudden had regained control of that series they get spanked in game five, and I think James Harden, they're, they're still searching for him in game six. I don't well, know. J- JJ, here's the thing, and I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a petty gambler. I'm nothing if not a petty gambler. The, the, the way that Philly lost game five in particular 
coming out so flaccid. Like it's a fool me once, fool me twice kind of situation. We got rope-a-doped by Philly going into last weekend. We sat on this pod just a week ago and we watched Miami go up 2-0 and we were like, okay, Miami has this formula. It looks good. Philly was waffling about whether or not Embiid was going to play. And we were like, okay, we're going to jump on Miami a little bit. And that's, that's what we did. And then we saw Embiid come out and Philly found its, its identity. They played tough. They had a nice rotation. We got to game five. We did this show on Tuesday, JJ. And what we talked about was how impressed we were with Philadelphia's kind of the rotation and the impact of Embiid is so immeasurable. And it looked like it was also filtering down to Harden. And then there's something wrong with Embiid. Now we, he's, he's hurt, he's sick, whatever it is, we had no insight into that uh, uh, ailment, whatever the issue was when we taped on early, first part of Tuesday and then Joel came out. And as you would expect, his disposition in a game frames how all the guys play. If he's not aggressive, if he's not down low demanding the ball, if his force of will is not, you know, uh, uh, informing how the entire team goes about the, their their business. They're flat and they're dead, and that's what happened in Game Five and Game Six. I just don't like getting rope a dope twice, JJ. I understand that house, and it was competitive for a half. Struce hit some enormous shots for Miami, and you could tell in the third quarter of that game between Miami hitting a couple of dagger threes and B not being the same level of dialed in he was in Game Four. And Harden just being nowhere to be found, the Sixers looked like and felt like a team that gave up midway through the third quarter, dude. I don't know if you felt that way. Watching that game last night, I'm like, they quit. This game is over. They are flat out done. Well, speaking of quitters, (laughs) I mean, the other game we talked about on Tuesday was Memphis Grizzlies hosting Golden State. And you made a very impassioned case, a very thoughtful case, a very considered case for Golden State going into Memphis and handling its business, playing like a true championship-caliber team. They were up 3-1. The case you made, which I agreed with, was if you have championship aspirations and ambitions, you take advantage of the rest that you are going to get by going ahead and, and just knocking them out at in, in Memphis. You know, Memphis has been on a terrific run. And what we got instead was a game that was really over after a quarter. And, you know, the, the, the ongoing sort of under the radar, two under the radar um, themes, Clay Thompson, MIA on the road, and Draymond can't be on the court on the offensive end because Memphis now with Steven Adams has a, a, a rebounding advantage. Now, always with Memphis, it's shooting variance, shooting variance, shooting variance, shooting variance. They shot lights out. They ran Golden State out of the building. But that's not what you want to see for a team with true championship ambition and aspiration, JJ. No doubt. Losing by 50-plus points. And give Memphis credit because they have now played two games in this series without John Morant. They easily could have won game four in Golden State. Now, Golden State played terribly in that game. But then they go at home facing elimination and they win by 50-something points. I mean, there was, a, there was a point in the game they were up by like 57 or 58, for goodness sakes. So I admire that, and I appreciate that about Memphis. But I also think it's a little bit of a warning. In thinking Golden State is the team they were with Durant and Thompson and Curry being at their very best, they're a contender 
they're alive and well, they are not that same machine. Let's be let's be mindful of that house as these playoffs roll around, I think. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Well, speaking of teams that were kind of machine-like and maybe lulled us into uh, a misapprehension about what they were capable of, uh, I-, I keep coming back to this thing that I asked you uh, last week. I- is Phoenix a finesse team? F- finesse Phoenix showed up again, 22 turnovers. Last night, eight turnovers from Booker, the most turnovers he's had this entire season, regular season or postseason, and another MIA for Mikhail Bridges. What's going on with Phoenix, bro? Yeah, they're a hard team to figure out home as opposed to road throughout this postseason. And we have not seen Phoenix in the quote-unquote must-win category. We haven't seen one of those games because first round, 2-2, they win comfortably in game five. Now. You think about the game seven they are going to play. All the pressure in the world house is on Phoenix in that game. Phoenix has to win that game. They have to win that game. And I've not seen a line yet. What do we think? Suns by six? Suns by five and a half? Yeah, there is a lineup. And, and I've you're not seen it yet, right. so it's, am I accurate on my guess? You are. It's Phoenix by six. And the reason why that makes sense is because in this series so far, the home team has won every game, and the yes. closest margin has been seven points. We have so, not really had a lot of close games in the series. Even one of the games that felt kind of close, it really wasn't that close. So the interesting thing for us to try and sort out, I think we can say without hesitation or reservation that Luca's the best player in, in the series. Yeah. This is his first second round game seven, right? And it seems like of all the guys that we've seen in this series, he's up for the challenge. I know he's up for it. I know he's going to come out, even if he doesn't, you know, have his like there's been a couple games in this series where he hasn't been firing on all cylinders. Um, he's still trying to in, enforce his will, right? He's trying to to just go downhill, create fouls. So you Booker and, and uh CP3, another combined for nine fouls, 22 turnovers and nine fouls last night. Um, so I, I understand, you know, that the thing that has uh been the characteristic of, of this series is the role players feeling comfortable at home and shooting the lights out. Well, that's the thing. So, like, night. I expect Phoenix's role players to play much better. Right. Cam Johnson, Payne, um, up and down we got Bridges. I think they'll all be much better playing in their home environment. My question is for Dallas. I know Luke is going to show up. Who else is showing up in a game seven on the road? And I don't know the answer question. to that question. We, do, we, don't, we, we don't know the answer to that question. Dinwiddie finally showed up. He has uh, had 15 points last night on five of seven shooting from three. Brunson, you know, has, has, has bounced back a little bit. Bullock had a good night last night. But th- those are the guys you're looking to. Maxi Kleber didn't get to 10 points last night. They have a, like a decent game plan. But everything in this series, you know, we'll, we'll see who the referees are, they get lined up, and we'll see if Phoenix decides to take care of the ball a little bit. Dallas only had seven turnovers, and Phoenix had 22, and Dallas went out and had a huge advantage in fast break points, and uh, as a result, the game was over at halftime. They were up 60-45 to because Phoenix is throwing the ball all over the ballpark. The playoffs are heating up, and you can make every game feel like Game 7 on FanDuel Sportsbook. An official partner of the NBA. Throughout the playoffs, all customers can place a no-sweat, same-game parlay each week. You'll get up to $20 in free bets if you don't win. FanDuel has so many ways to play. And best of all, when you do win, you'll get paid faster 
then a fast break. And for game six of the conference finals, my heart says Milwaukee. My head says this is going seven. So take the Celtics to win. We're going under the total. And we're going to take Giannis to hit over three. And we're going to go over 20 points for Jason Tatum. How about that? For four legs, same game parlay. A lot of action. Pays out a little over six to one, too. New to FanDuel? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code GAMBLERS. Once again, that's promo code GAMBLERS. And if you already have an account, you're all set to bet. No sweat. Either way, you'll get up to $20 in free bets if your same game parlay during the playoffs doesn't win. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. 21 plus in select states. Refund issued is not withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet, $20 per week. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fandle.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 109 with it in Indiana, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Tennessee Rail Line, 1-800-889-9789, Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Tonight, we have two games. I think one is super, super fascinating. The other is kind of, eh, I'm... <laughs> I'm intrigued. It's late night, but I think the main event is clearly the appetizer in this case. The main event is the appetizer because it's the first game you're getting. Boston, Milwaukee. Scott Foster will be doing the game. I don't know wow. if you saw that. It will be a Scott Foster that. sighting. Wow. Um, and Milwaukee currently is a one and a half point favorite. I am seeing right now on my little breakdown, 62% of the tickets, 58% of the money on the Bucks, And look, House. We had him in game five. You and I both had him to win this series. I just have a phony feeling this bad boy is going seven. I just think it is. I, I From what I've seen, from the way Boston responded in game four to the way Milwaukee responded in game five, I know everybody's going to be wondering, did that sequence in the final four to five minutes break the Celtics? I am going to argue, and I think the podfather would be very happy to hear this, I don't think that it will. I think the Celtics are going to come out ready to go tonight. I do. And I know the best part in the series is Giannis. He is a monster. He has an opportunity now to get to the conference finals and feed off Holiday and feed off Portis. I think the Celtics respond. They've been tough all year. They've been resilient all year. I am on Boston tonight. I regret one thing and it's that these Bucks and Celts are not playing in the Eastern Conference Finals and that whichever team wins this series goes immediately to the finals because these to me are by far the most complete teams the most competitive teams the teams that show up have showed up every night of this entire series and that's why the play has been so elevated and the drama has been so great we have not gotten any flat games I believe it's the case tonight, and this is the thing with the Celtics. It's a little bit of a personnel thing, tiny bit thin with with Robert Williams missing the previous two games. You need all hands on deck to go up against the freak 
because the freak is reminding us, JJ, he is the best player on the planet. Yeah, and you know what I was proclaiming? It was Kevin Durant earlier this year. I need to apologize to Giannis. And Giannis, let me throw this out there, House. He's my favorite player to watch in the NBA right now. I I'm love right that there dude. with you. He busts his ass every night. The way he attacks the rim, the way he can use his sheer brutality, and the way his teammates love him. Yes. It's obvious. Guys want to run through a brick wall for that dude. I can't get enough of Giannis. That's why it bothers me. This is one of those bets, House. I'm taking the Celtics. I'm going to be more than happy to donate, though, if the Bucks win. Just throwing that out there. I totally agree. So I, I'm prepared to join you on the Celtics. My conviction really is with the notion that it is going to be a, a game seven. It's also what I want. I want to see these two teams go all the way to the very bitter end. Um, the Scott Foster wrinkle is funny to me. Exciting. Let's see how it plays out. The one thing that I think the, the aspect of this game that I actually have conviction on is the total. And I think it's at, at it's either two and 11 and a half or two ten and a half. It's been bouncing a tiny bit. What are you seeing right now? I'm seeing it all the way up to 212. Okay. So some sharp money came flying in and, and it's getting uh, prop uh, pushed up. I love the under tonight. I think these two teams, because of how razor thin the margin is, because of how physical they've been, because of, you know, the, at this point, all, all the adjustments have been made. I think the return of, of Robert Williams and the story I saw this morning suggested that he's going to play. I just think it, it's going to be one of these knockdown, drag out, physical, brutal game sixes. There is, you know, some historical trends here. Our good pals at the Action Network. Game sixes have a tendency to go under. They've gone under 57% of the time over the last, you know, nearly 20 and years. And that makes sense, I guess, when you That's think right. about it. Because right. you're used to playing the team. You know the tendencies of the other team. Yeah, I guess that makes sense that unders would go at about a 57% clip in a game six. That makes sense. And the Bucs are, are 15 and seven under at home uh, on, on, on in the playoffs. So that, that also, over this, you know, period with Giannis and with uh, uh, Drew and ever. So, so, you know, it's not that surprising that they get home. They're, they're comfortable. They're not going lights out. They're winning games, but the totals aren't flying over. So you're on the under heavy. I like the Celtics. Okay. Now we have the second game. Memphis and Golden State. I told you, I thought Golden State was going to roll them in game five. I couldn't have been more wrong. That game was a route. The game was over in about 12 minutes. Okay. I think Memphis is going to compete tonight. Now, some are going to say, JJ, you're being a prisoner of the moment after what you've seen in the last two games. But that's exactly the point. This team doesn't quit. I think Golden State's going to win house. Me too. I think they'll probably pull away. But the line went from nine to eight. I think Memphis is going to fight like crazy in that game. I really do. I think they will be in that game with like under five minutes to go. And I think Golden State probably wins by like five or six points. That's my take. JJ, what have you seen in this series that would suggest to you that Memphis is going to be intimidated, that they're going to, you know, not be able to compete uh, uh, physically, that they won't, you know, fight their guts out. They have absolutely nothing to lose. I don't understand this line. It's a line that suggests that, that game three that we forecasted when we were on this pod a week ago, which is the, the you know, Golden State um, at home, they get that three-point barrage going, they get up by a certain number, and that uh, that de that determines the outcome 
of the game. That that's what this number implies. I don't see that script for this game. I see a script much closer to the game four script where it's knocked down, it's drag out. I don't think they're going to be scoring lights out. Memphis, like they have absolutely nothing to lose. I think they are superior physically in terms of of the athletes they have, the way that they can defend on the perimeter. It's clearly affected Clay Thompson, in my opinion. And I think Steven Adams, you know, he's been getting more and more minutes. One of the props I'm looking at is his, uh, you know, rebounds, uh, points, and and assists. He's he's in like the 23 or 24 range um, over the last couple of games because Coach Tyler uh, and 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 I'm calling him Coach Tyler because Coach um, uh, looks just like Tyler Parker, our beloved friend uh, from the Ringer. <laughs> uh, he, he's got confidence in the advantage that Adams represents over Draymond, who just won't shoot the basketball. Steven Adams, points, rebounds, 17 and a half. Are we in? I mean, you, you have to believe that he's going to get into like the 11 to 12 rebounds, and then you feel comfortable with it, right? Because that's just six that's points. That's what I'm thinking. I don't want to mess with the, with the uh, assists with Adams. I think yeah. you just go player points, rebounds. Boom, 17 and a half. Okay, that could be a fun one. I'm, I, I, I could do that. I'm in there. I'm in there. Okay. I'm looking at some of these others that maybe would be intri- intriguing and appealing to me tonight. Draymond points and rebounds is at 15 and a half. I kind of like the under there. Yeah. I kind of like the under there, but I'm not going to go near it. I'm not going to go near it. Um, but it seems like we're on the same side here. Memphis, I, they're fighting, man. Look at this series. Outside of game three, which was the Golden State three-point barrage, They've either won or been in every single one of these games. That's right. Exactly right. So let's take the points. I'm in. Do you have a feel for the total at 218 and a half? I would tend to think under because I think I think if you like Memphis, you like the under. That's that's my personal take. And if you like Golden State, it's probably going over. Yeah, that's right. The the one thing that I'm going to live bet that I'll just put out there right now is the historical... And this has been going on for a number of years. The thing that Golden State does at home, in particular, in third quarters, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna live bet Golden State to win the third quarter. I'm gonna live bet them to score over 30 points. You know, I'm gonna lay the points for third quarter. There's just a, so so many great Golden State um, metrics that support them at home in in the third quarter. I think that's where they might try and create a little. They will uh, create a little breathing room. They're just there's something about um, them coming out of halftime, and it's these guys in particular. It's Curry, it's Draymond, it's Clay. They just you know, and Kerr is the coach. They understand that that's winning time, and and I you know I have now, I now you know get on one knee and and bow down to their third quarter performances. So I will be live betting that. Uh, I will be in on that with you. I am glad that you brought this to the Ringer Gambling podcast attention because it's a good little trend that we should be mindful of. Okay. Uh, we are going to have a same game parlay for Celtics and Bucks that's going to drop on FanDuel Sportsbook later on today. But House, we need to iron out what our family parlay is going to be, which is where we can go all over the map. We have three games at our disposal to choose from. We have Bucks Celtics. We have Warriors Grizzlies. And we also have Phoenix and Dallas. I don't know if we're going to have props up on that game, but we will have the the side and the money line on that game because FanDuel has it up. It's at six. And the money line is Phoenix minus 250, in case you're wondering. So we're including Memphis in this bad boy, aren't we? I, oh, we definitely are. That's one of our, our favorite angles. That's one of our legs here. It's a, it's a, it's a Friday four-legger. 
Are we ready for that? Uh, I am. Well, here's what I'm thinking. We take Memphis plus the eight. Yeah. We take the Celtics to win. Great. Because I don't think it makes any sense taking a one and a half. Why bother? No. no. They're not going to lose. If they lose a one point game, tip cap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Celtics to win. Phoenix to win. What do we think? I just don't have a, a, a reason to go against them. I mean, Phoenix really going to lose at home when they haven't no. lost at home this postseason. That's right. You know, like, I, 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 or at you, least to Dallas, they haven't lost at home this postseason. So, and, and you know, um, it, it's it feels like by now we have the script. Like, you know, shame on us if something flips. If Luca comes out and drops a fifty piece on them, and you know, Dallas is physical. But I, I don't know why that game seven would go any different than the previous six. You know what I mean? I agree. Now, three-legger right now is getting us 434. If we are going to go four-legger, my thought would be you're feeling on the under for Celtics and Bucks. That was where you had a lot of conviction. Is that where we want to go? I'm shaking my head yes. And I'll, I'll concede right now that the impact of Scott Foster might be an uptick in free throws. And if that's the case, that could threaten we could be in trouble. this total. That's exactly yes, right. So I'm just waiting, letting everybody know what the risk paradigm here looks like. This total to me is, even though it's the thing that I feel strongest about across the slate, also the most precarious element of, of this, uh, this, this wager that we're compiling here, JJ. But I do love under 212 in this basketball game tonight. Well, House, if we go under 212, Phoenix to win, Boston to win, Memphis plus eight, plus 876. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry to all our betting buddies out there. All we our, got nuts. Sometimes you got to get nuts. We got nuts. Just everybody understand this is a dead loser, but I couldn't love it anymore, buddy. I really could not love this anymore. I feel the same way, except. My goodness, we went four-legger. We we had to do it. <laughs> it's Friday. Now, we go four-legs. I would, I would actually take a side wager that this bad boy will end up going three and one. You know it, right? The the, the funny thing is, so I, I will tell you, I had a four-leg parlay my own self on Tuesday night. I had I loved the Bucks, and I loved that Bucks-Celts game going over. Uh, the other element that I had was... Uh, Memphis getting four points at home in, in that uh, game five. So okay. I was on that. And then I played the stupid total. Uh, and that that parlay was a 10 to one parlay. I played Ooh. the under in Memphis Golden State. And guess what? It, that, that was out of the water. No, that was that dead. was that was dead. So I'm not a leg afraid of four leggers, but you know, you can live bet. I, I covered the, the, uh, the loss because I was able to live bet that total. So if we're lucky, the the fourth element of this will hit the first three elements and then it'll just be that Phoenix money line uh, on Sunday night. And then there'll be a hedge that you can put out there if, if, if you're so inclined. You know, I did hit and I gave this out. If you follow me on Twitter house, going to Yankees Blue Jays on Tuesday, gave out a five team parlay. Oh, and the Yankees were down two bottom half of the ninth inning. <laughs> Judge walks it off with a three run homer. I mean, and how it, good is that? Was that the clincher for your five-teamer? Yeah, the Yankees winning the game. Jesus, what'd you hit? What was that number? Plus 778. Hero, hero. Plus so 70, you you took some to big day. favorites. Luger's lunch, did oh. burgers at Luger's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we go to the game. I get a foul ball at the game. How about that? 
and then you hit a five-team same-game parlay over at FanDuel. Buddy, you must you must have a birthday coming up. That's a birthday I do on day. Sunday. There uh, we go. I'm hopeful that that good voodoo and juju, whatever you want to call <laughs> yeah, it, the universe is going to be applied to our parlay tonight, and is going to be applied to my golf round on Sunday or Monday. That's really what I need. <laughs> Well, do we want to set an over under our target score for your golf round or, or is that too, too in the weeds? No, I would say here's what we want to do. The amount of pars is what we want to set. Oh, great. Like, I think I haven't played, to be honest with you, I haven't played in a couple of weeks. So I get it. Weather hasn't been great. I want to set the over under of pars at one and a half. And oh. if I could go keeping it well, yeah. keep it very, very reasonable goals. Let's get two pars on Sunday. I'm 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 on the over. I'm on the JJ. Put that into see if FanDuel put that in the same game parlay. <laughs> I know they're gonna have to send uh, send one of the henchmen to monitor my round at South Shore Golf Club. Just throw that out there. I will say this, JJ. Speaking of golf, we do have the PGA Championship coming up. I am excited Hills. to pick your brain on that too because I have not dug in yet. I don't know the course. Tulsa, you reminded me before the show, that's where Tiger won the PGA. I did not remember that. Yeah, so uh, the course has been renovated since the last time uh, there was a major championship there, but the renovation um, has been very favorably received, and a lot of the guys have been getting practice rounds in. We're going to work all through the weekend hard. We have uh, fairway rolling episodes coming up. We're going to be here on the Ringer Gambling Show on Tuesday. I'll be going on some other shows and talking about how this this card is shaping up. I do think it's not going to be a crazy low score uh, in, in this event. I think it's going to be in the single digits and I think guys are going to have to be content. It's almost going to be and th- this makes sense because this venue previously hosted U.S. Opens. It's going to be in a kind of a U.S. Open kind of vibe where you try and hit it to a portion of the green that feels safest and then make a two-putt from 30 feet. I That's like the, the sound of that. I like I like U.S. Opens because I like seeing these guys struggle. I do. Yeah. I, yeah. So I think that we're in for that. The weather is, looks favorable. It doesn't look like it's, you know, there's any um, rain coming in that's going to dry the place out. So it should be firm and fast. And, and you know, let, let's have a championship. House, enjoy the weekend. Let's catch this bad boy and check out Fandle. See see what I'll have in store for SGP. I'll, do you want to get in on this or no? I, I mean, let me know. Yeah, sure. Well, how about this? We'll exchange some texts. There we go. And we're not unveiling this on the pod. You want to check out Fandle Sportsbook. House and I will have some up for tonight's game in addition. How about there that? There we go. There we go. Teamwork JJ. makes a dream work, buddy. Teamwork makes a dream work. Have a great birthday. We will reconvene on Tuesday. Good work, Morgan. Good work, House. We are out. Good luck to everybody this weekend. Be good, everybody.